listening to the Grow Further Podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Christy. I'm Ellie. And we are your hosts. Grow further with us, starting now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Further Podcast. I'm just going to get right to it. How many of you out there have ever said to another person, you know, you really should do this, or you really should do that? Ellie, have you ever should it on anybody? Ooh, guilty as charged. I unfortunately find myself shooting on people kind of often. It's something that I've recently become very aware of. And I unfortunately have a recent example too to really? share. Yeah. Is that so, top of mind for you? That's top of mind for me. It's something that Andy and I talk about often. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a partner that calls me out on my shoulds. Um, but we went to a music festival. Andy and I really enjoy going to music festivals. And we went last week. And for those of you who didn't catch this on a previous episode, I am eight and a half months pregnant. So I'm very pregnant. Um, so festival life is something that, you know, it takes a little bit more effort. I feel like you need a trophy or something. Oh, thank like you. an award. Oh my gosh. I accept this award on behalf of super moms <laughs> everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so oh. we're at this festival. We make a joint decision that we're going to go check out some vendors. It's some cool local vendors that you could buy some goodies from. And we decided we were going to just check in with our group before we did that, let them, let the group know what we were doing and invite them. So we had a plan. We get over to the group and my pregnant self is, you know, trying to gather my things and trying to get everything together, bending over. Don't, I don't recommend it at all. And uh, Andy settled in and started a conversation with one of our friends and We had no timeline, no schedule, no place we needed to be. We just had the timeline that was in my head, the timeline that we, you know, had discussed and it was an internal timeline and he got into this conversation and I was getting kind of miffed. I was getting, I was getting a little peeved by it because I thought we should leave. You know, we had discussed it. My timeline told me that we should leave. So I shared that with him. I was like, we should go right now. And, you know, one of the things that's interesting is one of Andy's values, something he values very much is connection with others. So when he gets into a conversation, you know, he wants to be able to explore it and finish it and really um, show that person that they matter, which I appreciate about him. But I wasn't having it. I was on my my timeline and I should on him. I told him we should leave. He should have gotten up. He should realize that I'm eight and a half months pregnant and that, you know, it's my way or the highway. No, just kidding. That's a little extreme, but I really did shut on him and it actually caused some conflict because, right, you know, he was under the mindset of, you know, Ellie understands how much I value connection and interaction with others. I really wish she would have given me, you know, some time and I really value being able to abide to a plan or a timeline, even if it is self-imposed and I was shutting on him. And, you know, I think that we do this, unfortunately, more often than we'd like to admit or more often than we even realize. So that's really what we're talking about today, right? We're talking about when we should on others 
and what that impact is. What I heard you saying in your example is that when we're shitting on other people, a lot of times we're just imposing our opinions on them. Yeah. It's not necessarily fact. It's just something that I think that you should do or that we should do. And when our should doesn't match with what they want, that can cause friction. It can cause a lot of friction. And I think that your example is really relatable to me, like personally, but also like professionally. I think that there's a lot of people right now, we're hoping that you can relate. You can think of the last time that you told somebody you should do this or you should do that. And maybe that other person paused and they were like, uh, I don't know, or didn't say anything in response. And I wonder if it's because when we should on people, there's an impact of this and it's not always bad, right? Ellie, like the message that we're not sending to all of you listening right now is that when you should on another person, it is always a bad thing. And that it never adds value. That's not what we're saying. No. What we are going to challenge you with is considering the impact of when we do shit on another person, what that can do to that individual when it comes to their autonomy and their belief and their ability to make decisions for themselves. It's almost like we strip that person of the chance to make the decision on their own. So then whether or not they do what you should it on them to do, I just feel like there's a different feeling when I'm doing it because I believe I should do it versus because you told me that I should do it. I don't know. That has an impact on my motivation. Is that making any sense? I think it has an impact on not only motivation, but also on internal peace, like being at peace, having alignment between what you want to do and what you're doing or having alignment between what you want to do and what you're told you should be doing. You know, before we get too far though, Chris, I think that there's value in reminding all of our listeners what the definition, so to speak, of shoulding is. And really, if we want to get semi technical here. It's the cognitive distortion of making statements of what should be true as opposed to reality. So in other words, it's when we project our opinion on Mm. others and we do so almost like we are telling them a fact, right? It's when we impose our values or things that we value on others or essentially what I'm doing Right. And thinking back to the example with Andy, where I told him he should have gotten up and come with me, I was imposing an expectation on him. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I was giving him unsolicited advice around what he needed to do in that moment, but it was just based on my internal timeline. It wasn't based on anything concrete. You know, we didn't have a a schedule, set schedule. We didn't have a place Mm -hmm. that we, needed to be. We weren't time bound. It was really just me. And it was my own belief that there is value to setting a plan. Can I just say, if we pause for a second, like how amazing it is that you're able to look back on that situation and call yourself out. I appreciate that. I definitely do. It's so easy to get defensive. Like nobody wants to be the person that's like, yeah, I definitely should. And I actually did that this past weekend. You know, and like to have that concrete of an example. So I just want to say that that is actually going to be one of the tips that we have for you at the end, which is to start catching yourself when you do should and to build upon Ellie, the definition of shooting on other people, which I really appreciate. There is some examples maybe that can relate like you should date that person or you shouldn't date that person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You should break up. You should get married, you know, like you should have X amount of kids. Like, I think that there's a relationship between the shitting on ourselves 
and the shitting on others, which is really why we wanted to have this episode because there was so much positive messaging around that last episode of how we shit on ourselves. Just as guilty as we are of shitting on ourselves, we shit on other people yeah. too. And so that's where we want to raise awareness as to what this does when we do that. Well, you mentioned that it plays a part or it makes a difference in your motivation around doing something, right? Because at the end of the day, people have to want to do something. People have to see the value in it in order to feel motivated to want it for themselves, right? Right. So I know that you shared an example with me, a pretty good example um, about someone that was struggling with whether or not they... I'm doing air quotes here, should leave their family business and perhaps pursue something on their own. Can you tell us a little bit more about that example? Yeah. And that was actually a conversation that prompted me to want to like bring this to you in addition to the positive feedback we received from the other one about shitting on ourselves. But ultimately, long story short, this person was telling their husband that they should leave the family business because it was causing them way too much stress mm. and it was causing them to burn out. And I think that that's so relatable because we love the people that, that we live with and that we spend our time with, especially those that we're married to or have long lasting relationships with. And it's very easy to see how a situation could be impacting that person, maybe even more easy than it is for that person to see. However, the response from her husband was very distant. It was basically like, hey, don't don't tell me what I should do. You know, this is very good for me. He became defensive about why he's staying in the family business. That This is all he's known. It's all he's done his whole life. You know, it brings them financial security and it caused a lot of resentment to the point where they stopped talking, you know, for a little while. Wow. And it wasn't until the conversation that this person and I had where I was like, well, have you considered trying to ask questions to help him make a decision for himself? Because when you're shitting on him, you are not allowing him the choice to choose. Yeah. Well, think about it. Think about the internal struggle that it causes when you should on another person, mm -hmm. right? It triggers an internal dialogue. It triggers an internal dialogue that goes a little bit something like this. Wow. This person is telling me something, this person whose opinion I value, this person who I love, this person who wants, truly wants the best for me and our family is giving me this advice, this opinion, this path forward. Right. And what I want, what I value, what I feel comfort in and what I feel security in is different. It differs. It mm. creates this internal struggle, this battle, this dissonance inside of ourselves that requires energy to explore. It puts us in fight or flight mode because what we thought to be true is being challenged. Mm -hmm or what we want for ourselves is being challenged or what we value is being challenged. Mm -hmm. And that internal struggle can manifest as external discord, as external conflict, because when we're in fight or flight mode, what do we do? We become defensive. We walk away. We literally either fight or we flee. You know, that's our internal response. Can we build on that for a second? Yeah, the great resignation. Okay. Ooh, People are leaving yes. their jobs left and right nowadays. Okay. Job hopping, if you will. Why are people leaving? One of the biggest sources of the great resignation is a lack of feeling like they're in control. Mm. They're saying to themselves, okay, you're telling me where I have to work, how I have to work, what I need to look like in order to work. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere that values flexibility. 
somewhere that values autonomy, where I feel like I'm in the driver's seat of my life, which is where we all want to be. You know, autonomy is one of the basic fundamentals of human determination, self-determination. And when we take that away from people, it leads people to want to do just that, leave. So it's so incredibly important that we consider the impact of when we're shooting on other people, what that can have on the other person. And when I think about how this could help us grow further, let me just throw that over to you, Ellie, like bringing awareness to this, bringing awareness that we all do this to other people nine times out of, I'd say maybe even 10 times out of 10, we have good intentions, right? We do. We do. And I think that having the awareness about this, one thing we haven't discussed in the past, Chris, is one of the ways that this actually can create connection between people, enhance our relationships is really through empathy. Because, you know, we talked about this in the last episode. Nobody likes being should on. Right. Right. I don't like when other people should on me. So why should, haha, why would I feel any differently or why wouldn't I want to grant someone I care about that same respect by not shooting on them. Right. I love this. And so it enhances empathy, right? It it allows us to be able to say, wow, that's a feeling I don't love. I really don't want to make other people's feel other people feel like that also. Mm. And obviously we have to keep in mind it's situation dependent, it's person dependent, right? But I totally hear what you're saying. When we can help somebody make a decision for themselves and not take that away, that has tremendous benefits to growing further. Not only for me, because like, think about you and I and our relationship. If I were to say, Ellie, what should I do? Like, I'm really lost here. I don't know what to do. I think that we all look to our friends and closest family members or just members of our community to ask questions like this, of our mentors even. And what we're saying is even if somebody says, what should I do? Ellie, one of the best things that you could do for me is to say, well, I can't tell you what to do, but we can certainly explore it where you can make that decision for yourself. Well, and I think that human nature has the tendency, it puts us in this tendency to want to solve problems. Or, oh my gosh. Yes. Solution. I, I, I want to show up mm-hmm. for you, right? I want to show yes. up for you. So if you're asking me, what should I do? My gut response, my reaction, so to speak, is going to be, oh, well, this is my opinion. This is what I think you should do. Right. And we need to stop ourselves from that. Because again, when we should on others, we take away the feeling of autonomy. We take away that feeling of being in control of our own decisions. We are telling, in in this example, I would be telling you what you should value, what you Mm. should believe, what you should want for yourself. And it's not my place to do that. Can I say sometimes it's easier though? Sure. Like, I think that's how we do it, right? And sometimes people are like, just tell me what I should do. Like, really, I don't, I don't want to keep thinking about this, right? But you spoke about it (laughs) earlier. That, that can lead to resentment though. Right. And at the end of the day, if we are allowing all of our decisions to be made by others, or if we're putting our fate in others' hands, then we are not going to be our most authentic selves. We are not going to be living a life of authenticity and we will essentially get lost. It's easy to get lost when you lose sight of the things that you want and you're inviting or allowing people to decide that for you. I totally agree with you. So having this conversation not only helps us be better friends, mentors, but also coaches sure. and mentors and advisees because we could help. So, th- so really well, let's get to the tips. Okay. Let's do Should it. we? Yeah. Because the first thing that we have to do is that we have to be aware of when we're shitting on somebody and 
the impact that that could be having in that very moment. We just need to pause ourselves and get curious. You hear us saying that all the time. We always start with awareness and it's got to start there. As soon as you're talking to another person, you're like, you know, you really should pause for a second and say, Ooh, like, is this a should that I really need to be putting on them? Or is there another way that I could approach this, which allows that person to be in the driver's seat of their decision? Yeah. And the other thing I'll say as a cautionary tale is one thing we tend to do, and I know this, I can speak from personal experience, is sometimes I try to get away with masking my shoulds. I have shoulds in disguise. It's really still imposing my opinion or imposing my expectation, but I use other words like, Andy, I really wish you would have gotten up. Or Andy, if I were you, I would have gotten up. Mm, Which is really saying you should have gotten up. Exactly. Which is really a should in disguise. Mm -hmm. So I think that just because we change the word we use doesn't mean that the intention is still not a should. Or putting the expectations, which is in other words, what we're saying, putting expectations on another person that doesn't necessarily allow them to live by their values or what they want to do. Exactly. So yeah. Tip one, be aware of the times you're shooting on others as well as the shoulds in disguise. And you started going towards the direction of of tip two, which is when you notice that you're about to should, right? When you're, when you're using that internal filter and you, you know, play that sentence out in your mind, you're like, oh, you should stop yourself and get curious instead. Maybe consider a question that you could ask that allows that person to explore what they want to do or how they feel about something that puts them to your point. I love that, that analogy puts them in the driver's seat, gives them the wheel. And, you know, an example, if you, if you came to me, Chris, and you're like, you know what, Ellie, I'm not sure if I should take this new job. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Which is a conversation many people are having right now, right? Like, should I take this new job? Like, or should I accept this promotion? Like, I really don't know what I should do. This is just one small example. You know, even, even a, how should I approach this with my current boss or, or any insert, any question where you're, you're genuinely seeking advice from someone Here's the thing. Instead of me saying, Chris, you really should take that job or Chris, ugh, I don't, <laughs> you should not take that job. Maybe I would say right. something along the lines of, Hey, have you thought about the pros and cons? Do you want to talk them through? Do you mm. want to explore them together? That's a really because good example. The key is, and the key to being a good coach in general, I think is to help people unlock the answers that they already have inside them. That's powerful. And what I'm taking away from that is I think that when we can help other people grow further, that helps us to grow further too. And that's the key to this. It does. And it helps our relationship to grow further because guess what? You trust me. So we hope that you will start looking at other ways to interact when it comes to imposing your opinions on others and stop the shooting. Let's stop the shooting. Let's stop shooting on others and let's stop tolerating others shooting on ourselves. Thank you so much for being with us this episode and we'll see you next time on the Grow Further podcast. Thank you for listening to the Grow Further podcast. If you'd like to help us grow further, please subscribe. And don't forget to let us know what you thought of today's episode.